Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. The biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival. Presented by Capital One. Jason Aldean. Keith Urban. Jelly Roll. Old Dominion. Lady A. Riley Green. Ashley McBride. Brothers Osborne. Walker Hayes. All hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th. Stream only on Hulu. Starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. Up next, Luna Talks with Anna Paulina Luna. Part of the Gingrich 360 Network. Enough with the tyranny. We come to take our country back. For all citizens. White, red, brown, or black. Return her to her former glory. Fix the bloody crack. On her crown, fetch your gown, it's going down. Today, we talk about the man who made these lyrics come to life. A rapper, a veteran, a man of faith, and a patriot. This is Luna Talks with Anna Paulina. Welcome back to today's episode of Luna Talks with me, your host, Anna Paulina Luna. When people think of politics, they typically don't think of rap. In fact, some of you are probably now like, where is she going with this? Well, I was able to actually come across an artist by the name of Topher. Topher is a rap artist, but he's also a veteran and he happens to be a number one billboard artist. But why haven't you heard of him? And why isn't he, you know, on VH1 or BET or the next Essence magazine, and it's because of the fact that he is conservative. And so they actually try to drown out his music. Well, his song, The Patriot, which I'm about to play for you, not only charted at number one, but shortly after it came out, a little after January 6th, it was actually removed from every single streaming service shortly after it started trending as number one without any explanation. And they, of course, blamed it on him saying that he was solely responsible for what happened on January 6th, which is completely false. But of course, we're talking about the mainstream media here and we're talking about Hollywood. And as you know, and as stated in previous interviews from people that have left Hollywood like Kaya Jones, Hollywood is essentially controlled by leftists and they work hand in hand with the mainstream media and they work hand in hand with leftist politicians to push their terrible, terrible ideologies. Anyways, I'm going to play for you a song because I think that the lyrics of this song are so important and he's not cussing. He's not talking about, you know, raping women. He's not talking about women in a derogatory fashion. You could literally listen to his music with your family present and not feel embarrassed. And yet because of the fact that he's conservative, they censor him. Meanwhile, you literally have Cardi B who's talked about drugging men and she's 
one of considered one of the most successful rappers in the world. and he is arguably better than a lot of your top Billboard artists today. And in fact, he's trending with some of these artists. But again, because he's conservative, he's censored. And so I wanted to bring him on today to talk about that song and to really talk about what he's doing to impact the culture war. Because we know this is something that Candace Owens and Charlie Kirk have all mentioned, even Brandon Tatum. And every single person knows that if you want to help impact, especially the younger generation, that you have to have crossover with the music industry and with Hollywood. And that's exactly what this guy's doing. And it's a shame that he's not given the platform that he deserves because he's honestly a godly man. He's making music that doesn't do anything but really help educate people. And he's a black man and he's he's censored. He's censored because of it. Topher, thank you so much for joining me here today on Luna Talks. I can tell you that I'm actually staring right behind you and that's your billboard, correct? Correct. The number one billboard for digital rap song sales. Uh, February 6th, the week of February 6th this year. And it was amazing. So interestingly enough, I was actually looking online and watching your music video, The Patriot. It has millions of views on it. And right at the beginning, it says basically on January 6th, 2021, The Patriot, a song by two military veterans charted at number three on hip hop, number four on R&B and number 36 in all digital songs. You're an independent artist. How did that happen? We (laughs) we don't know how. How it happened, we know why. So apparently our distributor, DistroKid, received a takedown order from stores. They never specified which store. Um, They never gave any more detail than that. So it was very nuanced and we we didn't know. So we just uh, was kind of like, okay. (laughs) And what we did after that was we decided to go direct to consumer. So we started to sell directly from our website and allow people to download from there until eventually we was able to go through another music distributor, Ditto Music, and then we was allowed to get the Patriot put back up. But I would have to say that the timing of it must 
have have happened or must have been because of what went down on January 6th at the Capitol. So your lyrics, though, I mean, you're just talking about, I think, something that I would argue most even establishment Republicans are too afraid to say. You're talking about loving your country. You're a military service member. I mean, as someone who served this country and now is basically transitioning into a role where you really are engaging, I think, in the forefront of this battle, which is the culture war. What do you have to say about that? Hey, no, I fought it everywhere. I fought it. over. Well, I haven't personally fought overseas, but I've aided overseas and you know, it's, it's, it's nothing to fight at home, you know, because if you don't take care of home, then it, it doesn't really matter. So I, I take it as a badge of honor. I never expected to be in this position to be fighting a cultural war when I was a kid. It's like, yeah, I'm just going to grow up and make music, sign to a major label and just do what I want. Next thing you know, I'm I'm leading a whole culture movement. It's like, yo, see, it, it I always tell people, like, you ask God, you know, what what, is, what does he have in store for you? And if he gave you the process and what it would look like, a lot of us would turn it down. It's like, no. I don't want to suffer. I don't want to struggle. I don't want to be name called. I don't want to do none of that. I don't want to be canceled. Right. <laughs> a lot of us don't want that to happen. And then we'll probably miss the opportunity. So it's, it's, it's been a blessing and I do handle it uh, with some importance. So I make sure that I, I try my best to represent uh, the culture or veterans or anybody. Right. Independent artists uh, to the best of my ability. But, you know, ultimately, you make sure I represent God and all that I do. Well, I mean, I think it's incredible, too, because I realize that right now, especially conservatives, it's so important for people to stick together. And I really find that when I actually went through, I listened to every single song that you had. (laughs) Um, And I was actually able to see that you're collaborating with other like minded artists. And I think that that's really important because right now, especially there is mass censorship. I mean, it even says on that music video that you have online that two weeks later after your song was trending and literally, I mean, for you to basically come out of being an independent artist and then to be trending like this, then it was removed from streams. So they didn't give you any reason why they just completely pulled it down. Completely pulled it down. There's, there's multiple stories and, and articles written on it. Black Rifle Coffee did a really great write-up and we have screenshots from the distributor, email um, correspondence, nothing. And to this day, nothing. No apologies for me missing income that could have went to my family. Uh, like you said, if you're an independent artist and I do this full time, that's taking food off the table for no reason, right? And especially to do it without giving an explanation. You know, we didn't take it any further than that. I was kind of like, okay, whatever. But uh, definitely, uh, I'm more aware of that possibility now. And if it happens again, we definitely we got some stuff in place for that. How did you come up with a song? Because it's very powerful. I think there's one um, segment that you have in there talking about you wanting to take the country back for, red, I think it's red, white, brown, or black. And I think that that's really powerful. You're talking about unifying the country. What was the inspiration behind the song? Just what I saw all year in 2020, you know, from, you know, people to protest, whether it was BLM or Antifa or just 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 the, the, the climate of the country. We'll say that climate of the country. I've, I was out in different rallies and protests and got to see everybody in person and just to see the emotions. And I wanted to create a song to kind of capture the emotions of the people in this country, because, like I said, it was a very intense time. One of the most important elections of of my life, for sure. And I I just wanted to let people know that at the end of the day, me being a black person, despite the narrative, despite what's going on, me being a veteran, I love this country. Uh, I'm going to fight for this country. And no matter what form that evil may come in that tries to dismantle everything we all fought for. I'm going to fight against it. I'm going to stand up against it. And I'm hoping many more people will join me in that fight. And that's kind of what the Patriot was about. 
that's why I didn't mention any political parties. I didn't mention any uh, political ideologies. I just like, yo, man, you love this country and you willing to fight to defend it. Obviously, in listening to your music, I think that it's very clear that you believe in God, right? And so you talk a lot about basically there's a lot of good versus evil. I do have to cut to commercial break real quick. So we'll be right back with that question. Sit tight. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. The biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival, presented by Capital One. Jason Aldean, Keith Urban, Jelly Roll, Old Dominion, Lady A, Riley Green, Ashley McBride, Brothers Osborne, Walker Hayes, all hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th, stream only on Hulu, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. Okay, back to your music. You talk a lot in your lyrics about basically the battle between good and evil. And I think right now, I mean, like you said, it's not about political party. It's about really, I think, standing up for what's right and loving your country. That's not a racial issue. That's not a, you know, issue of man versus woman. That's just, if you love this country, if you believe in what this country was founded upon, which was Christian values, you're going to stand up for those things. I noticed that a lot of times in Hollywood, when you have artists that end up finding God, so you had Kaya Jones, she was a part of the Pussycat Dolls. You had Kanye West, who basically came out and said, I'm no longer going to be writing the music that was how it was of the world. I'm going to be focusing on, you know, gospel music. And he did that transition into Jesus is King. And then you had, I think, other artists that started to more or less kind of come around to what the conservative ideology would be. Do you feel that because you are not willing to compromise your morals that you've essentially been suppressed? Because honestly, I hear your music and I do think that it is definitely comparable, if not better than a lot of what you hear coming out of the top hip hop charts currently. And you're correct uh, to, to even objectively speaking. I mean, we're charting with the best of the best. Right. Um, we just had another song hit Billboard and right next to us was J. Cole and, and Lil Nas and all the people that you see all the time. And like I said, we're doing this independently, which means that it's very organic. It's way more organic than the what the industry is putting forth. So we're, we're proud of that. And we're proud of everyone that supports us. I know people like you and your husband. Um, so we thank you for streaming. Thank you for buying our music and sharing it with your family and friends. I think it's important for people to know that there is a demand and you're not alone. Right. That shows the, the streams that you see on the Patriot um, and everything else that we have going on. It shows that we're not alone. And I, I, I want to make sure, make that clear. And that's why I make myself to be more visible than most artists. Right. That's why I'm always going live on Instagram because a lot of artists are. They just put music out and they don't really engage or interact. But I try to stay active in communication, active in the community, just to talk about things and let people know that I'm just a regular guy that stood up. You know, it's like like Abe Lincoln, you know, he was just a regular guy that's like, hey, man, (laughs) I don't like this. I'm going to go up here and do something about it. And that's kind of how I take that approach. And another reason why I don't really wear flashy things, 
I thought about changing up my looks. And I was like, man, you know, but who cares if the red hat made me look homeless sometimes, you know, but it's, it is, you do not what look it homeless. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think, you know, it could come off sometimes. People will say that, but it's, it's one of those things like it keeps me humble. I keep wearing hoodies. I just want to dispel the image that people have pushed upon, you know, the youth of what it, what a successful artist looks like. Like they got to have a bunch of money. They got to have a bunch of, well, money is very important. I'm not getting this money, but jewelry, <laughs> uh gotta have a bunch of tattoos i'm gotta be cussing like you ain't gotta do none of that stuff you don't have to compromise on your morals to put out the music that's gonna help sustain the living that you want so that's 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 one of the reasons why i continue to fight for what i do so did you always start out a conservative because you said you you know you made the conscious decision to speak up and sometimes i think for a lot of people that's the hardest thing they're worried about this stigma that comes along with if people find out that they're conservatives i always tell people you know the minute that you shake that off and you stop caring what other people think that's actually one of the most freeing moments in your life because you might lose some friends but you'll gain people in your life that you'll be able to be friends with for a lifetime I mean, how did you grow up? Is that a factor and in, in, an influence in why you do what you do? Absolutely. I, like you said, I've, I've always kind of had some some not so popular opinions or I went against the, the, the herd mentality that we have here in the black community. And I got a lot of flag for it. I mean, I used to just make random posts on Facebook and people would just shoot me down. And to dissolve the drama, I would remove the post and I agreed to not post anything or my opinion about something for a long time and then i come back and post something about another event and still wrong tofi's still doing the wrong and still getting you know hate comments and then eventually it got to a point where i was just like no nah, I'm, I'm not gonna shut up because i remember being a uh when i was in school we didn't have any conservatives specifically black, black conservatives if we're talking about representation to come to my school and be like yo these are all the things you can do versus all the things you can't do because you're black in america you know, we never had those conversations. So a lot of us grow up thinking like, oh, I'm just going to go to jail. This this country hates me. There's nothing I can do. I'll never be successful. All I can do or all I can be is a rapper or a ball player or something like that. It's like, nah, man, there's so many things we can be. And we have more, way more control and power than the media will let you let you know you have. Right. So that's that's kind of what made me speak up. And when I started to see so many people like gothics. They started um, doing a lot of videos on YouTube. She was former leftist and she, you know, red pilled. She said I helped red pilled. It was just crazy because she's a she's a beast. <laughs> um, you know, Craig Long, so many other people that just came around, like even kids now that um, contribute their faith and their and, and their boldness to watching my videos pop up on their screens on TikTok. You know, and there's no value you can put on that. So I, I, I appreciate it. And. I'm just going to continue to do it because at this point, it's not about me anymore. It's about it's about us. And it's about what God is doing through me. Exactly. And I think that your platform, I mean, you're able to do things, you know, you can have politicians up there ranting and raving about it, you know, it being this party's fault or that party's fault. But when you're able to actually go down to, I think, those core issues, which are like you're communicating with people in a more intimate fashion because it's through music, because people are listening and directly engaged and sometimes even memorizing your lyrics. Like here, I mean, I've listened to your song a couple of times and I already knew some of the song lyrics, but that's because you were able to frame it in a way where people can easily digest it and understand it. I think that that's so important. And to see that you have been suppressed, even though you are, I mean, you're still trending with a lot of these artists, but why is it that you have, you know, little Nas who's self 
selling just some awful satanic shoes and you're a better artist than he is. Like, and I'm not just saying that because you're on this podcast, you genuinely are. And I actually, prior to this, I actually rolled a, a segment for the audience to hear just kind of some of your music, but you are doing some incredible things. What is a message that you have for the younger generation of those that are looking to get into, you know, performance art, like what you're doing with rap, or maybe that want to get into Hollywood, but don't necessarily morally align with Hollywood. Do it and align yourself with others that do. Like, I'm not doing this alone. And I contribute a lot of my success to that. Right. I have the Marine rapper D Cure, who uh, we're, we're, we're talking daily and we, we cross promote all the time. You know, and then if you throw in Burden, Bryson Gray, Tyson James, Kelvin J, um, you know, Mises, now we got high res and you know Jimmy Levy, you know, shout out to them boys for having a number one um uh hip hop song this week. They was beating out the rock in Tech Nine, which is crazy. Wow, are you serious? Be- <laughs> I didn't know that. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, I think I followed like Jimmy this. actually on social media and Bryson. So <laughs> yeah, so it's like we we don't do this alone and and we actually support, like we, we ain't talking just share content. Like if, if I drop a project or single, they're buying it and telling everybody else to buy it. And we do it, we do it uh, for them as well. So having a strong community is very important. And that's how you're able to overcome things, you know, uh, when, when, it, when it comes to those temptations, when it comes to you possibly um, giving up your morals or, or I won't say give up, but at least suspended them for a time so you can get some money. But like I say, you don't have to. And it, if you feel like you do, hit Topher up, hit somebody up. We're trying to create a community where we get so many other people out there, man. But you don't have to. Um, but do it anyway. And even if you go across that line and, and you get over there, you can always come back. It's okay. We're going to accept you. Uh, we're going we're gonna to rinse you off. We're going to wash you off. We'll get you back into the fold where you're supposed to be. And it's going to be A-OK. So I do have um, one last question for you. And I do have to take our last commercial break. And this one's actually about whether or not you guys will be going on tour anytime soon. Because I feel like if I was sitting here as a conservative philanthropist and I saw the talent that you guys had, I mean, you have some of these clown shows running around at Coachella. You guys, if you were to do a conservative nationwide tour, I think that you guys would be able to pack out some arenas just based on your music. Um, We'll be right back after this quick break. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. The biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival, presented by Capital One. Jason Aldean, Keith Urban, Jelly Roll, Old Dominion, Lady A, Riley Green, Ashley McBride, Brothers Osborne, Walker Hayes, all hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th, stream only on Hulu, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. Okay, let's talk tours. Do you see that as something that you might be doing in the near future? Sure, I would love to go on tour, but it's kind of tough, right? Because a lot of our stuff, we want to make sure that we still give people the freedom to wear a mask, not wear a mask, and don't have to worry about social distancing. You know, they still got the COVID restrictions in a lot of different places. And it's kind of tough, especially, you know, it's funny. 
I look at my statistics, like where most of my listeners are coming from, it's like all blue cities. It's like New York City, <laughs> Dallas, or, you know, LA. And I'm just like, man, this is wild. You know, it just maybe because they're lumping everybody into one big city, right? But still just there are people listening to our stuff. You know, they might not live in freedom, but they want to at least hear it and listen to it. So I would love to go on tour. And if anyone wants to support us, please reach out to us. Uh, we will set it up. We had a really successful show, Freedom Festival. We had down in, uh, what was it, Orlando, Orlando, Florida, uh, August 7th this year. We had a really great one. It was me, Jarez, Mises, the Marine rapper, Jimmy Levy, and Burden. And we brought the house down. People flew all the way from California. We had people drive down for Ohio, you know, all across the United States just to come see us all in person, which is incredible. You know, so it's it's a demand for it. But we just got to find out how to make it work. Well, I remember growing up when I was in. So I actually am from California originally. And I remember hearing some of the back then we had atmosphere that was one of the bigger independent artists at the time. And so a lot of my friends in high school and whatnot, we listen to atmosphere, but I mean, you guys, it's something that's definitely doable. And I feel like if we are going to really take back this country with people that believe in the constitution or just the basic ideas of, you know, what our country was founded upon, that we have to be able to share this message with everyone. Right. And so you bring in this aspect of a lot of people that are following, I think rap culture typically don't tend to put politics into it. And then when you think of what's happened previously, I mean, you had the evolution of rap, you had Biggie, you had Tupac, there is some serious movement. And I think power in your voice that I think a lot of people are afraid of. And I think that that's why you get suppressed. And so I think that it would be really powerful to bring that forward. Um, where can people go to find you on social media? And if anyone ever wanted to reach out and book you, like I know here, we're actually going to be bringing you out to Tampa Bay here in a little bit to do an event with Blexit, where you'll be performing on November 1st. But where can people book you and where can they contact you and follow what you're doing? And Dylan, your music at Topher Town Music. That's T O P H E R T O W N M U S I C Topher Town Music. And if you want to send me an email, it's Topher at Toffertown.com and just reach out. Just let me know what you're trying to do. We'll see if we can make it work and just go from there. But make sure you just look up Topher on any musical platform and you should pull up my profile and make sure you download and purchase my album. No apologies. I think it's on any platform, but if you also can get a physical signed copy from my website, if you go there. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us today on Luna Talks. We look forward to following your journey, your music career, which obviously I think we are just getting started with everything, especially I'm telling you guys, I'm looking behind him. He has this amazing billboard frame. Number one, it's everything that you could ever dream of. I hope to really see some incredible things coming your way soon, but thank you so much for joining us. And we look forward to having you back. Thank you. If that interview doesn't give you chills, I don't know what will. It's important that we as conservatives increasingly, especially invest our spending power in people and companies that support our value system. It's interesting. There's an organization called Second Vote, and it actually will track what corporations give to leftist causes and where you can better spend your dollars. And I feel like, especially in this argument, when you're talking about, you know, getting your kids involved or actually making politics cool, it does take people like Topher to do that, to, to kind of transcend those party lines. And it's important and it's important to support him as an artist. So I'm going to do the plug since he didn't, but I highly encourage you all to download his song, The Patriot. That is not a paid ad. That is me saying that this guy is really talented. 
And I hope to actually have on some more people that he actually was mentioning in that interview that he's working with, because as we continue to move into 2022 and 2024, it's going to be important the way that we campaign. You know, I call it guerrilla campaigning, but it's kind of thinking outside of the box of what your typical campaigning would be. And that's because, you know, you talk about the platform of the Democrats and what they're really bringing forward. And I can tell you, having been boots on the ground in Georgia, that the Democrats were actually busing people. They had this one bus movement. It was called Souls to the Polls. And they're actually bringing in very, very famous R&B and gospel singers to actually get people activated after church to go to the polls to vote. And they were pushing the leftist message. And whether or not it's, you know, Topher talking about his conservative values or these people talking about leftist values, I think it's important to note that music does have a factor in politics and that if you can harness that energy and do what he's doing and provide really a platform and a mechanism to help encourage people like him to perform and to stand up and to really target that base and that audience, I think that that's really important, not just for our generation, but really to help, I think, raise up the next generation of conservatives. So I hope you guys check him out. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode, and we look forward to having you back at our next. Before we go, I want to thank Topher again for such a great interview, and I want to thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave us a review and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. To hear more of my episodes and get my weekly newsletter, go to Gingrich360.com slash Anna. And you can also find me on Twitter, Parlor, Facebook, and Instagram at Real Anna Paulina. And a special thank you to producer Drew Steele, writer Aaron Kliegman, and executive producers Debbie Myers and speaker Newt Gingrich, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. The biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival, presented by Capital One. Jason Aldean, Keith Urban, Jelly Roll, Old Dominion, Lady A, Riley Green, Ashley McBride, Brothers Osborne, Walker Hayes, all hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th, stream only on Hulu, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific.